power of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. And if your voice is yours, I'm going to shout a praise to it. Hallelujah! 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 You see, you are behaving like how you behave when you've gone to somebody's house for the first time. It's like you are trying to be, you know, well behaved. But this one, the house is your own house. Hallelujah! And so when I say give the Lord a shout of praise, Hallelujah. Amen. You may take your seats. I know. With time, it will come. We will get used to it. Uh, you feel like you've gone to somebody's church. That, that's the problem. <laughs> we'll get used to it. Amen. Yeah. Every new thing takes getting used to. Yeah. We'll get used to the sound. We'll, everything will... We'll, 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 will equilibrate in this place amen everything will be fine hallelujah how many of you are happy to be in church this morning yeah it's a good thing to come to church on the first sunday of the year and pasefa captured it aptly when he said the first of everything is very important all right the first of everything is absolutely important and so we are in a very prophetic service amen we are in a very prophetic service amen oh the amen to you are shy to say amen i say we are in a very prophetic service small small it will come it will come hallelujah today i want you to open up your spirit the first 10 minutes of uh, my time here it will be a time of intense prophetic prayer intense prophetic prayer hallelujah um i believe the first sunday of every year is strategic the heavens are open in a special way and um i'll just open the scriptures to you on something i told you that god gave me a certain word during my 40 days of fasting and prayer and i'll deliver that to you it's not a teaching or anything it's just a, a prophetic word hallelujah and we are going to connect to it with prayer amen we're going to connect to it to it with prayer now the word came from second samuel chapter 9 let's read from verse 3 to 5 second samuel chapter 9 verse 3 to 5 And the king said, Is there not still someone of the house of Saul to whom I may show kindness, the kindness of God? I'll take it again. Then the king said, Is there not still someone of the house of Saul to him whom I may show the kindness of God? And Ziba said to the king, There is still a son of Jonathan who is lame in his feet. Somebody say lame in his feet the next verse so the king said to him where is he ask somebody where are you 
Ask somebody else, where are you? Ask somebody else, where are you? He said, where is he? And Ziba said to the king, indeed, he is in the house of Machir, the son of Emiel in Lodibar. Somebody say Lodibar. Say it again, Lodibar. So this is a situation where the son of a dead prince of Israel found himself in a place called Lodibar. Let's read the last verse, verse 5. He said, the king David sent and brought him out of the house of Machir, the son of Amiel, from Lodibar. There was a transfer. There was a relocation. There was a shift from Lodibar into the palace of the king. Hallelujah. I looked up the meaning of Lodibar. And Lodibar has many meanings in Hebrew. Lodibar means without order. Lodibar means barren. Lodibar means without issue. Lodibar means fruitless. Everybody say fruitless. Lodibar means without pasture. That means the place is dry. The place is not green. The place is brown. When you plant things, they don't work. Lodibar means dump. Lodibar means false. That means every negative thing you can think of, Lodibar represents it. Hallelujah. And this is a situation where by the word of a king, a boy who was lame was transported from Lodibar into the house of the king. And it was during my 40 days of fasting and prayer. In prayer, I heard the Lord say, the last year in Lodibar. The last year in Lodibar. That is the prophetic word for somebody. 2023 was your last year in Lodibar. I don't know what Lodibar represents in your life. Whether it is disorderliness, whether it is fruitlessness, whether it is barrenness, whether it is bad health, whether it is financial ups and downs, whether it is financial losses, whether it is the fact that when you put your hands to do something, you are not able to finish, whether it's the fact that you walk around visionless and you don't know what is up next for you. The word of the Lord to you is that 2023 was your last year in Lodibar. And just as favor catapulted Mephibosheth, the lame boy, the crippled boy, from Lodibar and placed him in the house of the king where he rightfully belongs because his father belonged to the house of the king. I prophesy into somebody's life that in this year 2024 prophetic words that have been released upon your life things that have been said upon your life where you are supposed to be where you are supposed to belong where you are supposed to stand where you are supposed to sit you may be in Lodibar in a place of fruitlessness in a place that is partialist in a place where nothing works but I prophesy by the power of the Holy Spirit that this year in the year 2024 a certain hand will catapult you from Lodibar and place you where you belong if you believe that it's your person shout amen your last year in Lodibar for some people when I said Lodibar they remembered Ghana Ghana your Lodibar rough you buy something for 40 Ghana cities today the next day it is 47 Ghana cities. Lodibar. 
people have done business and the thing is not working. Lord, and I know some of you, when we do 40 day, uh, um, take off the first emperor, every day you bring your passport. The day I realized that people want to leave Ghana. Take off, was it last year or two years ago? I said people should bring tokens of things that represent their concerns and desires. When it was time for me to pray, I said, lift up your token. The room was green. I said, hey! Hallelujah. But you see, wherever you've been destined to be blessed, you'll be blessed. Yeah. Isaac showed in the land of famine. And that same year, he reaped the hundredfold. So it doesn't matter what the environment is. It doesn't matter what the economy is. Look, if for any... I was telling my wife that after this building, there's nothing I cannot believe God for. No, no, no. In this economy, these things don't happen. But our economy is plugged into the economy of heaven. Hallelujah. Plugged into the economy of heaven. I said 2023 was your last year in Lodiba. The Lodiba of failed relationships. The Lodiba of bad relationships. I'm not getting a lot of amen because as for you, everything is fine. When you go and propose, no, they accept. Nobody has bound you before. <laughs> it's the last year in Lodiba. Hallelujah. In the next one minute, I'm going to release you to pray. You know what Lodiba represents in your life. The Lodiba can even be a certain weakness in your life. Like you have struggled with these things. Ah, it's not working. It is Lodiba. You must leave Lodiba. You must pack your things and leave Lodiba. Hallelujah. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. Say this morning. Say on this prophetic morning. I declare by the power of the Holy Ghost. That I'm leaving Lodiba in the name of Jesus. Say by the power of the Holy Spirit. I declare my relocation from Lodiba into the king's palace into the king's palace in the name that of jesus of jesus i declare, I declare that this year that this year i will stand i will stand where i'm supposed to stand where i'm supposed to stand i will sit i will sit where i'm supposed to sit where i'm supposed to sit i will meet i will meet the people i'm supposed to meet the people i'm supposed to meet in the name in the name of jesus of jesus say i declare i declare in the name Jesus. In the name of Jesus. By the time, by the time this year comes to an end, this year comes to an the end. Story the story, will be different. Will be different. The narrative, the narrative will be different. Will be different. In the name, in the name of Jesus. Of Jesus. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Declare that you are living Lodiba. Declare that something is changing. Declare that something will be different. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. The Lodiba of bad health. The Lodiba of failure. The Lodiba of lack of peace. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. May that same favor that Kapatapotan Mephibosheth. From Lodiba into the palace of the king. Oh, may that same favor locate somebody. In the name of Jesus. 
in spite of your infirmity in spite of your weakness in spite of the fact that he was lame somebody carried him out of Lodiba into the place he was supposed to be you will sit in your rightful place anybody that is due for a promotion this year it will not pass you by in the mighty name of Jesus Pray for two more minutes. The Lodiba of being a constant follower. Always in touch, always owing people. and in the name of jesus we declare that as we have lifted our voices and prayed this morning in the spirit we have exited lodiba marriages that are in lodiba are exiting lodiba amen finances that are in lodiba are exiting lodiba amen people's health that is in lodiba exiting lodiba amen in the name of jesus christ of nazareth amen businesses that are in lodiba are exiting lodiba amen places where there is dryness we declare in the name of jesus that green patches are appearing where there is no water we declare that springs are springing forth amen springs are breaking out of the ground amen in the name of jesus christ of nazareth yes, the son Lord. of the living god amen we declare that constant borrowers are turning into lenders amen in the mighty name of jesus christ of nazareth amen. the son of the living god yes Lord. father we thank you that by your spirit we have received the visa we have received the passport to exit out of Lodiba. And we declare that it is sealed in the spirit and it will manifest in the physical. In Jesus' name, we call it done. Amen. Somebody put your hands together for the Lord. Oh, celebrate your exit from Lodiba. Hallelujah. You may take your seats. Turn your Bible with me to the book of Luke. The chapter number 2 and the verse number 52. Luke chapter 2, verse 52. Lift up your hand, right hand and say, in this year, 2024. Oh, I'm not getting the kind of response I want, so I'll take it again. I said, in this year, 
2024 I declare that I will increase in the name of this Jesus said this year I will increase said this year I will increase this year I will increase this year I will increase I will increase in the name in the name of Jesus of Jesus so the Bible says Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man lift up your hand say in this year I will increase in wisdom this year I will increase in stature this year I'll increase, increase in favor in favor in Jesus name in Jesus name hallelujah Amen. now this scripture clearly tells us three dimensions of increase when we talk about dimensions we are not necessarily talking about levels you see when it comes to measurement when we talk about dimensions we are talking about length breadth and height they are not necessarily levels they are different aspects of the same thing hallelujah so we say three dimensions of increase we are not talking necessarily talking about three levels of increase but three aspects of the same thing amen so length is no more important than breath breath is no more important than height they all come together to make the thing a three-dimensional object amen so when we talk about three dimensions of increase and we mention wisdom and we mention favor and we mention stature none of them is more important than the other you must increase in wisdom you must increase in stature and you must increase in favor not only with god but also with men hallelujah now when we talk about increasing in stature it is not only in physical terms where you become bigger or you become taller that's one aspect of stature all right your size how big you are but i don't think that is what they were talking about where jesus is concerned because as you are growing naturally it is an expected thing amen so i believe the stature they are talking about here has to do with how important he became to society how much weight his words carried how much value people place on the things he did and the things he said and in this year your stature will increase in the name of jesus maybe now when you speak nobody listens but this year when you speak people will listen because god is going to increase you in stature hallelujah now some of you who are students study group when you when you are contributing people shut off because they know that you dear you are a pollutant the information you bring if they don't see it and they go and apply it as a member but this year your academic stature is increasing in the name of jesus one or two results and your testimony will change you realize that something has happened because you are in the year of divine settlement amen all the confusion in your mind is settling in the name of jesus increase in stature increase in favor i'll spend another day on on favor because this year the the subject of favor is very important 
No, for the settlement, a lot of people's settlement will come through favor. Because for the kind of settlement you need, you don't have the background, you don't have the qualification, you don't have the academic ability, you don't have the connections for it to happen. It just has to happen by favor. Favor is one of the most underrated things in Christianity. You know, we value things like function, power, anointing. They sound very, very spiritual. But there are a lot of things we attribute to anointing that is actually favor at work. I'm telling you. There are a lot of things. It's just favor. It's not because somebody is gifted. It's just favor. God just decided to favor the person. Hallelujah. But today, because it's the first day of the year, I want to touch very briefly on the subject of wisdom somebody say wisdom tell somebody you need to be wise in the year 2024 tell another person you need to be wise in the year 2024 you see just like favor the spirituality of wisdom is underestimated sometimes we think oh wisdom is a secular thing like you know when we are talking oh maybe this man he preaches wisdom this one preaches spirit and i'll prove to you from the bible that wisdom is a very very spiritual thing hallelujah most of the problems you have they are wisdom problems no some of them they are not demon problems it's not demons it's not the people in your house the people in your house they may be doing things we know them <laughs> we know what they are capable of but some of your problems they are wisdom problems you are just not applying wisdom you are just not being wise but this year it will change hallelujah oh this year it will change hallelujah you are just not being wise you are neglecting wisdom the bible says wisdom is the principal thing is the principal thing everybody needs an application of wisdom everything you are doing there is a need for the application of wisdom whether it's ministry whether it's academics whether it's career wisdom is absolutely necessary if you don't apply wisdom you encounter problems that you could have avoided if you had just looked in the direction of wisdom a little bit hallelujah this year 2024 we are going to be wise in this year 2024 we are not going to repeat the mistakes we made in the year 2023 i know a lot of you have new year resolutions but let me tell you some let me give you a, a little piece of wisdom that will help you many people are not able to achieve their new year resolutions because what they put down are actually not resolutions for it to be a resolution, you must also have the how. How you intend to achieve it. What are the measures? There must be practical steps that you have penned down. If you don't add practical steps, all you have written down are desires and wishes. So many people don't have new year resolutions they have their new year desires this is what i want that by the a, a year by this time so so and so and 
And so the year will come to pass and you look at the new year resolutions and you realize that only 5% of them. For some people, even if they get 5%, glory be to God. Nothing, zero. It's because they were just wishes. They were just desires. This thing I'm talking about, just spend a few seconds and think about it. You realize that it's true. Most of the time, you just write your desires. It is your wishes that you pen down. We don't plan as to how this thing is going to be done. But this year will be wiser. Hallelujah. This year we'll walk in wisdom. Hallelujah. This year we will live in wisdom. Hallelujah. Wisdom is absolutely necessary. Even God uses wisdom. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 3 verse 19. Proverbs 3 19. Even God. He uses wisdom to do things. Proverbs 3 19. Let's read it together. Go. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth by understanding he established the heavens hallelujah even god uses wisdom he founded the heavens and created the heavens by wisdom so how much more you you also have to apply wisdom by wisdom he founded the earth by understanding he established the heavens people define wisdom as applied knowledge but i have my own definition wisdom is knowledge applied properly because you can apply knowledge but if you don't apply it properly it is not you are not being wise it is knowledge applied properly and for you to be able to apply knowledge properly there is a certain bridge between wisdom and knowledge it's called understanding you need to understand the information you have to be able to apply it properly so the bridge between wisdom and knowledge is understanding and even god doesn't run away from all of these because the bible is saying that by wisdom he founded the earth by understanding he established the heavens you see this year you have to be intentional about certain things sometimes we like to float in the spirit and we forget that god has given us brains there are certain things you need to be intentional about there are certain things you need to work towards things both spiritual and secular you need to be intentional about them hallelujah you need to be intentional about them by wisdom he founded the earth and you can see wisdom in creation there's a reason why let there be light came first the earth was disorderly it's like your room a lot of disorder and you want to clean it up and there's no light you put on the light first if you try to create order in the darkness you end up multiplying the disorderliness so let there be light so you can see god himself using wisdom he's using understanding to do things Tell somebody, don't throw away your mind. Oh, what? Is it hard to say? Is it the English or what? Tell someone, don't throw away your mind. Don't throw away your brain. Hallelujah. Yeah. By wisdom, he established the earth. By wisdom. And this year, whatever you do to get wisdom, do it. 
whatever you do to get wisdom do it and i'll show you how to contact wisdom i'll show you how to contact wisdom wisdom is essential look in ministry i'll send somebody i was having a conversation with somebody yesterday i was telling him being a pastor eh, the percentage of it people think it's all about just having anointing and being gifted and that is it no 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 majority of the work you have to have some wisdom this year one of the prayers you must pray you see you've asked god for a lot of things but i don't think you spend time asking god for wisdom you've asked for rent you've asked for school fees you've asked for beloved you've asked for marriage but all of these things you need wisdom to manage them if you add wisdom to these things the, the end result will be better hallelujah solomon was smart when god gave him a blank check what do you want he said give me wisdom that's a smart man you you will say i want a house at trasaco but you don't have the wisdom to manage a house at trasaco in a year's time when we come we will think that you have created fanchenico inside <laughs> trasaco because you don't have the wisdom to manage it no, one of the prayers I pray the most is for wisdom. Every Sunday, I pray for wisdom. Do you know when I pray for the wisdom? When the service ends. Not even before the service. I pray for wisdom when the service ends. Do you know why? Because immediately we close. You are coming with your issues. Uh -huh. Some of you, you have lined up the things you are coming to discuss with me today. <laughs> no 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 i said that quiet prayer after service god give me wisdom because you you are coming to sit in front of me and you are expecting a solution like however you solve the problem or help me to solve them i don't care i need a solution and sometimes you're advising somebody on an issue and you can see that they have decided in their mind what the solution is supposed to be already so as you are saying something that is contrary to you can see it on their faces that their spirits are not receiving the thing you are saying someone comes to i want to take this next step in life but i look at the thing i'm like no because of so so and so and so maybe do this first and you can see the face like say something else say something else and be before from no, no, no. We need wisdom. Wisdom to deal with people. You can be the most anointed pastor and you turn your back and find yourself taking... You see, when you think you are leading people and you turn your back and nobody is following you and you are taking a walk. You are just taking a walk. There are a lot of people who think they are leading people but they are just taking a walk. It's because they don't have the wisdom to know how to deal with people. See, this is my pastors here. I know how I deal with all of them. Ah, I was telling somebody who is about to plant a church a few days ago that you must have the wisdom not to treat everybody the same. You see, it sounds very noble to say, as for me, I treat everybody the same. No, it is high level foolishness, I'm telling you. No, people are not the same. How can you treat them the same? what will work for one will offend the other 
You understand? These gentlemen, they all have different personalities. So different. They are different. All of them have the spirit of God. All of them are anointed, but they are very different people. I can't use the same. How I deal with Pastor Alpha is different from the way I deal with Pastor Adela. How I deal with Pastor Ennis is different from the way I deal with Pastor Ennis. Different. And you must have the wisdom to know how to deal with people differently according to their personalities. Hallelujah. Never make the mistake of using the same slide rule for everybody that is around you. You see, when you do that, you realize that you'll just be stepping on people's toes. You'll be offending people. People will be unhappy around you and you don't understand because you know you have a good heart. A good heart alone is not enough. You must apply some wisdom. Hallelujah. Look, majority of the work of a pastor is wisdom. It's wisdom. You have to be wise. This building that you see, we have had to apply a lot of wisdom to get it done within the time. There are some things you see and you say, hey, these people, they have plenty money. No, no, no. Wisdom can make expensive things cheap. Should I say it again? I said wisdom can make expensive things cheap. Yeah. This video, what you are saying, is a result of wisdom. There's another way we could have done it which would have cost us seven times what we paid for this one. But thank God for wisdom. Look, pray for wisdom. You've prayed for many other things but you've not prayed for wisdom. Pray for wisdom. Even if it is on a daily basis, pray for wisdom. The wisdom I need for today is different from the wisdom I need for tomorrow. Because what I'm going to encounter tomorrow is not what I'm encountering today. When you wake up in the morning, Commit yourself into God's hands and say, Lord, give me wisdom for today. I need wisdom for today. There's a lot of trouble you can get into that you'll be safe from if you walk in wisdom. Wisdom like knowing when to respond and when not to respond. Wisdom like knowing when to talk and when to be quiet. Wisdom to know when to react and when not to react. Wisdom to know when to stand and fight and when to walk away. You know there are some battles you win by deciding not to fight. That's the victory. The victory is embedded in your decision that I won't fight. I won't fight. And under such circumstances, look, the devil will provoke you and try and make you fight. You fight, you lose. You walk away, you win wisdom a lot of relationship problems are wisdom problems because people don't learn from their mistakes you enter this relationship you make this mistake you don't learn from it you enter this one you don't you you you, you make the same mistake you don't learn from it and sometimes you begin to think the devil is after your destiny we have accused the devil of many things that he is completely innocent of God is a just God. Maybe on the judgment day, he'll make some people apologize to the devil. <laughs> no, no. We have attributed things to him that he has no idea about. It is our own lack of wisdom. Hallelujah. I always advise my young ladies, when a gentleman comes to come and propose, can I go there small? 
Can I go there? Just a little. I won't talk later. When a gentleman comes to propose or he starts showing interest in you, don't open your heart 100%. Hey, thanks. So, so, so. <laughs> no, no, don't open your heart 100%. You only open your heart 100% when there is something solid on the table. You understand? The person visiting you twice a week is not a solid thing on the table. The person texting you, Hi, are you there? Are you asleep? It's not solid. The person taking you out on Valentine's Day, 14 February 2024, and prophesying to somebody's life. It's not solid enough. Hallelujah. Yeah. So why am I saying that? You see, sometimes eh, the gentlemen, when their heart begins to flatter and they want to proclaim things, want to say things, want to declare. Meanwhile, they have not taken time to test whatever it is that they are feeling with time. Listen, I know I'm saying I know I've said it before, but I will say it again. Uh-huh. Because sometimes, because of lack of wisdom, you hear once, you hear twice, but it doesn't. Eh? But this year of settlement, it, it will stick in your head. And you will not make the same mistakes again. Discipline yourself. I know that some of you like nice words, sweet, sweet words. When they text you like that, ha 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 ha. You read it 10,000 times and your head is in the clouds. And oh, After a while, he realizes that this thing I felt for the lady was just infatuation. It was not the proper thing. And it's not because he came with the intention of wasting your time. That is what the devil will tell you. And most of the time, that is not it. It's just a small mistake. True, true, true. He felt something, though. But he too should have waited and tested it with time. That is why I'm saying that until there is something solid on the table, don't open your heart 100%. Otherwise, you are the one who will get hurt. Somebody say, Lord, give me wisdom. Some of you, you don't use your head. It's just your heart. Cardiac movement. Nothing cranial. Nothing cerebral. It's all emotions. Uh, even a child agrees with me. Use your head. Use wisdom. Apply wisdom. Look, this relationship thing, it, it's like a game of chess. So give, take small, give to more, uh-huh, like that. Uh, until everything is in equilibrium, then bah, it's like that. Are you there? One high, baby. Back open on, then your mind is like, ah. You start imagining your wedding day take time as you have come to sit here some of you somebody who texted you just two days ago you are imagining yourself walking down this aisle and your father holding you and bracketing you and bringing you to come and sit here take your time don't jump ahead of yourself somebody i was talking to last year I'm started talking to her small no she was like, oh, she has a feeling that that was by the last year, that by the end of last year, she'll be married and blah, 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 blah. Say, hey, 
Relax. <laughs> she even started talking about the role she wanted a certain uncle of hers to play in her wedding. The guy hasn't even said, I like you. Like they are just talking. So I, I feel it that this year, by the end of this year, that, that this year was 2023, not 2024. <laughs> No, no, sometimes you have to take your time. Hallelujah. Use your head. Use your head. Wisdom is necessary. In your business, you need wisdom. You need wisdom. So someone will ask, how do I get wisdom? Because when I look at my life, I can see that wisdom is very, very rare like i don't have it like that no no and there's some people who are honest with themselves like that ah. they realize that no the way they see things <laughs> they need help they need help but there's a way out hallelujah there's a way out let's look at james chapter 1 verse 5 james 1 5 sometimes the simple scriptures we don't we don't see them as powerful we don't see them as powerful it says let's read it together go if any of you lacks wisdom he should do what let him ask god simple ask god you don't ask god for wisdom when was the last time you prayed this prayer that god give me wisdom you don't ask god for wisdom Oh, you ask God for anything, for anointing, for unction, for the giftings of the spirit, the expression of the spirit upon my life, for prosperity, for money, for good grades, but you don't pray for wisdom. Look, if you've not learned anything from what I've said today, take home the fact that this year you'll be praying for wisdom. It's part of your prayer topics that you ask God for wisdom on a consistent basis. And it's not asking for wisdom January and that is it. I told you that the wisdom you need for tomorrow is different from the wisdom you need for today. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God. Who gives to all liberally and without word reproach you ask him for wisdom you will get wisdom no no sometimes when i pray that prayer it shocks me how god has drops answers and solutions in my mind maybe there's no time for me to give you this thing you see here when the TVs arrived, there was a major problem. I would have ensured that this thing would not be here like that. I prayed, God, give me wisdom. That's how come this thing, we've been able to mount it. You'll be shocked that those few seconds you pray, even if the thing is not in your area of specialty or in your area of competence, you'll be shocked. God will just drop that thing inside your, your mind like that and a solution will come. Ask God. It's a very simple scripture that people have ignored. We don't see them. We like 
the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations. Ha 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 ha. You want to speak in tongues? That so that scriptures that when you when you quote them, like you don't want to talk in the understanding again. You need to switch to a certain dimension. This is not one of them. It's not one of them. So we don't think it's very spiritual. And it's because we even think wisdom is not a very spiritual thing. Spiritual things, the giftings of the spirit, the unction of the Lord. Those are the spiritual things. Look, wisdom is one of the most spiritual things. It's one of the most spiritual things God gave to man. He said, ask him for wisdom and you'll get wisdom. When you are confronted with a situation, ask God for wisdom. Ask him for wisdom. Within seconds, you pray, Lord, give me wisdom. You'll be shocked. I'm saying this from personal experience. Situations that are like Red Sea. No way forward, no way back. Ask God for wisdom. You'll be shocked. That is one way of acquiring wisdom. And the second way, in case you thought wisdom was not a very spiritual thing, open to Deuteronomy chapter 34 verse 9. Give me King James Version. Deuteronomy 34 9. You see, the things that we believe we receive by impartation are giftings of the Spirit and you know the Holy Spirit and things are the things that we consider to be very spiritual. It said, and Joshua, the son of Nun. Those disciples who wonder whether Joshua's mother went to the convent. Because <laughs> the son of Nun was full of what? The spirit of wisdom. Why? For Moses had laid his hands upon him. So in case you thought wisdom wasn't a very spiritual thing. That oh, it's only the giftings of the spirit. That can be imparted through the laying on of hands wisdom can be imparted you can be a foolish man and hands will be laid on your head and your brains what do you call it the wires in your brain will be rewired suddenly you become wise hallelujah solomon we're not told he was wise so one encounter with god in a dream and the next day he woke up and he was solving complex problems i pray that you have an encounter with the spirit of wisdom have an encounter with the spirit of wisdom because you need it by the laying on of hands so joshua's pastor moses laid hands on his head and the spirit of wisdom came upon him because god knew that that was what he needed to lead the people into israel into um the promised land god knew it we never saw him doing the things moses did the other things moses did by leading over one million people in the wilderness if if you don't have wisdom it will not you will not succeed you will not succeed may the lord give you an encounter with the spirit of wisdom in the year 2024 you need wisdom you need wisdom he says because moses had laid hands upon him and the children of israel hearkened unto him and did as the lord commanded moses so one you ask the lord two it can come through impartation 
can come through impartation. And the third way of acquiring wisdom is to walk with wise people. Some of you, when you look at the people that are around you, you enjoy being local champion. Just like we, we like feeling like we are the best. They call it primus inter pares. No, no, you want to be around people that it sounds very nice that as for me, anywhere I go, I look for people who are just like me. It's, it sounds very noble. Yes, it's good for, to look for people who are just like you. It's good to look for people who are just at your level. But you must also look for people who are ahead of you. And connect with them. Hallelujah. If you want to own a business and all your friends are people who have been employed by people and are taking salary. It's not a bad thing, but look for a friend who has started a business before. What one word of wisdom can save you from? That means I believe in mentors. When I sit with those that are ahead of me, I open my ears, I open my heart, I open my spirit. Even if I had my own way, I'll take my phone and record. Even if they are just laughing. <laughs> you need people who are wise around you. No, you need people who are wiser than you. Around you. You are a young man, but you must have a few friends with gray hair. You are quiet because you think it's in Pinyinsem. That's how we have been brought up to, you know. No, you need a few people who are older than you, who are ahead of you. People who can tell you that, look, I've used this part before. If you go this way, this and this and this is what is likely to happen. And it will save you heartache. What you will use experience, experience to learn, just wisdom, just a piece of advice. And when God brings those people around you, listen to them. Because there's one thing having them around you and it's another thing listening to them. One of the most painful things as a pastor is when you spend time to counsel somebody on something and you believe you have done a good job. And you look at the person, the person does the exact opposite and it ends up in trouble and the person brings that same trouble back to you to solve. It means you are not being wise. Hallelujah. Not being wise. Listen. Listen. Sometimes the young men of today believe they have arrived. They know it. They have figured it. They have apprehended. Even Paul said, I do not consider myself to have apprehended. You, you think you have apprehended. You don't listen. When you say, oh, this thing, look at it this way. And senior man of God said, now when you advise young people in ministry, they think you want to kill their anointing. That you are becoming a Saul who is threatened by David. The rise of David. You must listen. I pray that this year, God will give you a listening ear. 
one of the wisest things you can do is to accept rebuke when it comes. Some people don't want rebuke. They only want praise. Oh, you do a ha 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 ha, you are happy. When you are with a father or a mentor, you must prepare for both. When Jesus was with Peter, the same mouth that said, Blessed art thou, Simon bar Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but my Father in heaven. And upon this rock I shall build my church. That same mouth later said, Get behind me, Satan. Same guy from the same source. So you must prepare for get behind me, Satan. If you want, blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this unto me. Hallelujah. Give people the right to invade your life and speak wisdom into your head. Some of you are too closed. A closed book. Open up a little. Open up a little. It will solve some of your problems. When I say open up, it doesn't mean open up everything some people they 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 express their problems on their whatsapp status everything that's going on in their life just take their whatsapp status and look hey everything has to be on social media and you ask them and today i waited for somebody for three hours and the person did not show up people what should i do If that's how you live your life, 2024, you must change. Hallelujah. Don't live your life on social media. Everything on social, everything, every little thing. You meet a guy one day, no, he's on your status. Hey, and people too are asking, hey, fine boy, and this and this, what are the plans? And this, that, 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 that. when are we getting wedding invitation? The things will be entering your head. If you don't hear from him one week, you want to commit suicide. Somebody say, Lord God, give me wisdom for the year 2024. Say, in the name of Jesus, I declare that I will not lack wisdom in the year 2024. Say, I declare in the name of Jesus, everything that I need wisdom for, I will receive the wisdom in the name of Jesus. Say, I declare that my heart is ready. I declare that my spirit is ready to receive wisdom to walk in wisdom in the year 2024 i declare that by wisdom i will solve problems i declare that by wisdom i will prevent problems say i declare that by wisdom i'll not fall into the traps of the enemy in this year 2024 in jesus name amen put your hands together for the lord Trust you have been blessed by this message. For more information, reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our Facebook page, The Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed. Overflow! Overflow!